Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are back at the grocery store. We are not stealing paper towels knowingly or unknowingly. We are back there to find more props that we want to pick up for our week. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself. Yeah, the grocery the carts are flying around the parking lot. Oh, good. Economy. Yeah, right. I think we're just discovering that this show is a crime conglomerate. <laughs> it really is. I've been actually like, listening to a book about the Cuban mob, and I see some similarities. But... <laughs> Maybe not. I'm not surprised by that. No, I mean, like, there's like racketeering and, you know, all that. Of course. Plotting. No, no. Um, shoplifting right. has become a, a theme. Shop? What has shoplifting? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I am hey, not copying whoa, to anything listen. like that. Allegedly. Yeah, but also if there no. was some <laughs> alleged accidental cart shenanigans, you know, I can't speak cart to misconduct. that. Cart misconduct. Cart <laughs> misconduct. Yeah, right. And, you know, seven cents for a plastic bag when you're just going to take it back to recycle it at the same <laughs> store anyway. Ed, Ed's about to call all the local police stations in like, Chicago. No, no, I'm not a narc. I'm not a narc. No, let's not go that far. In fact, that's more more offensive than the shoplifting thing, I think. I'm, well, I'm just I'm some kind of a squealer somewhere. unnecessarily. Although I will admit, Very I was nice. a hall monitor for a little bit in elementary school. Oh God, were you an oh, RA my too? Gosh. No, no, I was not an RA. Definitely was. I was not ever willing to do that. But I was a hall monitor as a kid for a little bit, and I was telling the youngsters, "Hey, slow down." I was a safety. I was a lieutenant uh, with the what? safety badges. Like when you're walking out of school and like down the path or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. I was a crossing guard too. Yeah, uh, those yeah, lit. Right. Oh, nice. <laughs> I always nice wanted to be badge. a crossing guard. Uh-huh. Still really? time. <laughs> I bet there's still time. Go to the day. You don't have to stop. I'm sure they got some spots open. Yeah. Like, especially after retirement, too. that seems like a nice post retirement thing to do. Like, because then you're <laughs> yeah. like the cool old person. Like, if we did but there this were some now, mean ones. There were some like I mean crossing, crossing guards. I was like, no one's forcing you to be here. Why are you here? Like, what is, mm-hmm. why? Yelling at kids every day. And then yeah. there's the cool, nice ones. They're basically right. like everyone's grandparents. I don't know if I like kids corner. enough to be a crossing guard nowadays. I might get annoyed. <laughs> yeah, based on things that were said earlier today, I would uh, have to say no, Aaron. You're probably not cut out for that. <laughs> I like my kid, but I don't like a lot of other kids. I'll just put that way. <laughs> that dynamic, I understand. You like your own kids, so. Whoa. I mean, you could go like undercover oh, wow. crossing guard, and then, well, no, that, that, that a sounds dark. a little problematic. No, I, Paul. Saying, no I meant like if there's like kids that you're out what? to get, like revenge on on. You're trying you know. to get revenge on these kids. Paul, I'm just saying, like, oh, I'm no. saying hypothetically, if I were in that situation that has been talked about, 
on the show. I'm just saying if there's shenanigans going on, maybe teach up. kids a lesson. Paul's mm-hmm. beefing with the neighborhood kids. What is happening? Well, it right wasn't now? me. I was channeling someone else's situation on the show. By the way, really quick, speaking of neighborhood kids, Surely at like eleven really o'clock, quick. the kids next door decided to start shoveling and then play football outside. Woke me up. I was about to cuss them out. I was so mad. Is that disrespectful to wake the neighborhood up? Or are you okay with kind that? Neighborhood you live in, so, where they have enough light to play football at 11 p.m. There I'm was no light. reflecting off, I guess. Yeah, isn't that what it, parks are for? That's facts. Yeah, yeah. Like if it was like, just playing football, I think that's different from like the whole shoveling it out. Like shoveling, it was is so not, loud. Yeah, loud. Yeah. yeah, like unless I, you have an overnight job, there was no reason for you to be out there at almost midnight causing a racket. Like, also, <laughs> why you, are they shoveling and playing on the concrete? Yeah. I don't think there was a lot the of grass, questions right? that I had. There was like I, I six kids out there. I'm like, where mm-hmm. are the they, parents? Yeah, they obviously have off from school tomorrow or today. Facts. Right. Oh, they probably got that like late notice that they were yeah. off today. And let's, go like, let's go play go. football. Yeah. Snow football. Right. Snow football. What one right. ringleader? Yeah. But I'm no days off, a, and I'm I'm about to open up my window and start yelling at them. I did stop myself, but I was really annoyed. It would be kind of fun if you just like open the window and yelled, "Holding." And you started yelling penalties on the kids during their, during their yeah, game. Yeah, right. Yeah, but then Hawks, Hawks asking for a snowball to the face then, though. Yeah. Like, then that's a whole nother And they'd thing. also be, oh, she's that's cool fair. with it when you're not. Facts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Call cops next Ejections, yep. you probably get the same result. Ooh, like, oh, foul. Go to the showers. Call, call the cops <laughs> on the kids playing football at 11 p.m. But also make sure they don't know it's you because then you're just yeah, you're true. done for. Right. That's the inner crossing guard coming out right there. Right. I appreciate Full circle. that. Mm, yeah, exactly. Those things never, never leave you. Anyway, welcome back to BQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Ed Egross, Aaron Hawksworth, Paul Aspen, Jake Hassan all here with you. And we're going to go back to some prop shopping for Divisional Weekend. And uh, we talked about the uh, first couple of games, uh, the Saturday games, uh, briefly got into Chiefs and Bills. But, Aaron, I'll ask, is there anything else from that contest that really stands out to you? Uh, Or you can also repeat what you said earlier. (laughs) Well, I won't do that. (laughs) But after talking to uh, Brad, he's got me thinking Kincaid now. So I was looking at his Mm -hmm. receiving yard prop, 38 and a half pulled up his game log in the break and I love that look. I think that's a good one. So I'll probably be on that. You probably have to practice some uh self-discipline here because all of a sudden I'm loving a lot of props. Interesting. Interesting. I mm-hmm. you know it's interesting when when we're talking about like Josh Allen interceptions and I get that like there's there's always this problem with him and you know throwing them and all that stuff. But over half an interception here is minus 120. And I wonder if part of that is game script is going to suggest that they're going to run the ball a little bit more, that they're going to be fewer pass attempts, et cetera, et cetera. And maybe this is not a pass defense uh, that can get takeaways, things like that. But you do get nicked for an interception if, say, you chuck one 60 yards and it basically functions as a punt on third and long. 
Like that still counts as an INT. And I wouldn't be surprised if Josh Allen does throw one of those like quote unquote meaningless interceptions. Like it may not be so much the turnover battle that I care a lot in terms of the game in general, but I do think that Allen will succumb to something like an INT that doesn't matter all that much just because that's part of his game plan where like, hook, maybe I can get pass interference called here, or maybe Stefan Diggs can make the play or, or Shakir can make that catch, whatever it is. I wouldn't be surprised if Allen does throw like really a couple and maybe I'll look at say more than one here, but definitely a minimum of over a half at minus 120 is a good look for me, Paul. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is like, a Josh Allen passing game. I mean, I think mm-hmm. the you could look at the rushing too, like do whatever it takes to win. I think that's in the 40s. Mm-hmm. I mentioned it yesterday, but 227 and a half is still out there for his passing yards. It's just not that hard to throw for 250 yards when you're a guy like Josh Allen or kind of any quarterback. Like I would take the same process towards Baker maybe. His number's in the 240s. You could do an alt number there. But as far as this game, like some other options, like this Bills defense, like if they're just losing parts and leaking oil, like can't don't you just hand it to Pacheco over and over again? Fourteen and a half attempts, yeah. uh, sixty-two and a half rushing yards. Like those are very attainable numbers. I feel like I do not feel as much the same about James Cook. Like it was a James Cook game last time they played. Ten carries for fifty-eight yards, five receptions for seventy-three yards, and a touchdown. His number, the rushing number, sixty and a half. So I just don't know that they're going to stick with that. Uh, 16 and a half receiving yards is interesting for sure. His total is 85 and a half for rushing plus receiving. So if you think it's going to be a James Cook game again, I don't know that I'm necessarily going to pull the trigger there. And then Rashi Rice, 21 and a yeah. half for his longest reception. Isn't he the splash play guy? Like, I just think that, yeah. And, again, the weather does not look – I saw a headline, oh, snow's coming to Buffalo again. Sunday looks clear and, like, cold, but not, like, frozen temperatures cold. So I don't know that this is going to be – that. and we saw the Chiefs throw it in, like, horrible conditions last week. I was just going to say, 130 yards for Rasheed Rice with Andy Reid's frozen beard, like, or mustache, I should say. (laughs) They could do that again. With, with whatever ingredients went into that mustache, could be anything. Does it matter what they are? I don't want to ask, but yeah, there, there's probably some sort of brilliance also uh, baked in there. So yeah, I, I think anything Rasheed Rice probably also works as maybe the only deep threat for the Chiefs. How about the Buccaneers and the Lions? Uh, Detroit, six and a half point favorites here, total of 48 and a half. What props are you shopping for here, Aaron? Well, once again, thanks to Brad, I'm looking at Mike Evans. Um, mm-hmm. Brad gave us some options, but longest reception over 24 and a half. I love that. Um, it's minus 113 is the best number. So I'll probably be looking at a lot of Mike Evans, some Baker uh, in this one. I know I've been doing this a few times now, but I just can't help myself. I think that Rashad White is just that next pass-catching running back where he's not going to be able to run the ball efficiently in the slightest, so maybe they just don't even try. Like, if Dave Canales really is that smart and really is supposed to be a head coach and waiting somewhere, then he's going to be passing the ball a good bit more than he has all season long. So I think Rashad White, with over 21.5 receiving yards, that's a look I love, Paul. 
Yeah, I'm looking at a couple. I mentioned the Baker alts just at a low number. Like Goff's number of 270 and a half. I had some alts on him. He just didn't quite to get to 300 last week, even though he looked like he was well on pace. But Baker over 245 and a half, and I think some bigger numbers there. Go back to the Kate Ottenwell, plus 420, plus 390 for a a touchdown, over 29 and a half maybe. But um, the Bucs have allowed the third, third most receiving yards to tight ends and seven touchdowns. So... Sam Laporta looks perfectly healthy. Like, I don't know why they wouldn't go back to him. So plus 160 for a touchdown. Uh, Very attainable number for him as well, I believe. Got to look up the exact number. Uh, But it was on the lower side, I felt like. So it looks like it is uh, not listed here. 35 and a half. 35 and a half. I thought it was in the 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It sounded right. And then, granted, the Eagles were garbage the other night. But Devonta Smith just, like, he didn't do much. He just ran down the field, and Jalen Hurts hit him. So, like, the burner for the Lions, is, I mean, other than Amonra, Jameson Williams, like, could he have mm-hmm. a big play? But his number is 32 and a half. Uh, so they ping-pong mm-hmm. back from Josh Reynolds to Jameson Williams this week. Another angle. I can see at. that. I can see that. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Rick Camp lets us know if the Suns' big comeback is a sign of things to come for one of the more hyped teams in the Western Conference. Plus his bets for tonight, all coming up on the BetQL Network.